0: And I realized that we need an emotional support human just as badly because we go through so many ups and downs in our lives. But first, we have to learn how to be a good emotional support human. Mm.
1: Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. I am Carrie. Susan is still out this week. Um, If you missed it, go back and listen to last week's episode. But Susan's mom um, had an unexpected accident recently and surgery and has been in the hospital and recovery. And so Susan, of course, is taking some time to take care of her mom and invest in her family right now. So we've put pause on our series that we've been doing about transitions, but we are going to pick that back up hopefully next week. And we're super excited. We've got some more guests that'll be coming in talking about transitions. So in the meantime, please continue to lift up Susan and her mom, Miss Mary. Um, I'm sure that they would appreciate that. She's got a long road of a recovery ahead of her. And um, I know Susan would um, appreciate the prayers for her. But this week, we are going to continue our conversation with Jennifer. Um, if you missed it last week, I called my best friend, Jennifer, when I heard that Susan wasn't going to be able to record for a couple of weeks. She is also a podcaster. Jennifer's part of the More Than Small Talk podcast with Holly Garth and Susie Eller. And they have incredible conversations. You should definitely check out their podcast if you haven't yet. And so last week, we started a conversation about something we know really well, Friendship. Yep. (laughs) So Jennifer and I have been friends for going on a dozen years now. We've been through a lot of life together. I was thinking like our kids were middle school, junior high when we first started our relationship. And now they're like we're sending kids to college, watching them get married and have grandbabies. I mean, it's just been a roller coaster. But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, because I think, and I truly believe this with all my heart, I think that there are lots of different relationships that we have in our lives. Mm -hmm. And some friendships are for a season. And that's great. And sometimes it's really hard to realize that season's over and that that person was in our life for a specific time and a specific purpose. But I also believe that some friendships have different purposes. Mm. Um, And some friendships, the purpose of that is this is my iron sharpens iron friend. Mm. This is my, you know, scripture talks about confess your sins one to another so that Mm. you may be healed. And we all need somebody that we can share the real hard stuff with. So true. And you've been that friend Mm. for me. And so first of all, I just want to thank you because I've never had that before. You know, I've never had another person that I could say, here's what I'm actually struggling with and not sugarcoat it, but like yeah. be real about it. And so I know that the women that I talk to crave that. Yes. It's so hard to find mm-hmm. and it's so hard to cultivate. And so I really wanted to kind of dig into this today. And so I want to start with a phrase that you... Like created that I think needs to be copyrighted. You say we all need an emotional support human. Yes. So what is an emotional support human and why do we need one? Oh my goodness. So my
0: daughter, Whitley, when she was little, she prayed for a really long time for a dog. I did not know how long she was praying for this, but it was a long time. And she did all of this research on why having an animal there helps with anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. and having something there that just for you in your lap and your little thing that just loves you more than anything. And I realized that we need an emotional support human just as badly because we go through so many ups and downs in our lives. But first, we have to learn how to be a good emotional support human. Mm. I had been writing about this for a really long time and like how to, to be that. But then I went through a really big crisis and I watched my friends rally around me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have so many good emotional support humans. Yeah, and I was overwhelmed. I was never alone, even when I wanted to be, uh-huh. they just like showed up with food and snacks and knew what I needed. You were there by my side. You were checking on me. You were calling me and you're not a person who calls. Uh-huh. And I think that we just need to know that whatever we're going through in life, that there's going to be someone who has our back mm-hmm. no
1: matter what, Right. there is nothing better than that. Mm. So what makes someone a good emotional support human? Because I think a lot of times we, you know, we might want to be a good emotional support human and then we miss it. Right. And so what makes somebody actually be like, that's the person I want in a crisis? Well, you show up. Mm. I mean, how many times?
0: And I think that because we are faithful people and I think that we are loyal friends, Uh we've had people and even family members where we've needed them the most and they haven't been there. Yeah. And so I think the first thing is showing up, Mm. you know, like consistently, if there's something going on where you show up and it's
1: not about you, it's about them. Yeah. And so I'm going to jump in there as somebody who you, you're, you know, this about me, right? I don't ask for help. I was going to say, I don't like to ask for help, but that's not true. I don't ask for help. I was raised to be a strong, independent woman who Mm -hmm. doesn't need anybody else. Yes. And so I think that part of showing up for people is showing up for people, even when you're not asked to, Mm -hmm. or even when you, you know, we all do the whole, what do you need? Yes. And the answer is, Oh, I can't think of anything. I'm fine. But the truth is we want people to show up We do. Even if we can't say out loud, right. please show up for me right now. Right.
0: Right. Well, and I think part of the thing is, and I'm like that too, I don't want to raise my hand and say, hey, I need help. Mm-hmm. So I'm the, I'm going to let you off the hook. Hey, I, I need something. But if you can't, no worries. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I do that all the time. I let people off the hook because... You're afraid of rejection or you're afraid of putting pressure on someone. Yeah. So I think that, and I know that about you, it is very hard for you to ask for help, but mm-hmm. when you do, it's because you have, you need help.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think what happens over time is you begin to trust somebody and realize I can't ask for help here. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about a season in my life where you pushed in even though I didn't want you to. Yeah. So several years ago, um I had a hysterectomy mm-hmm. and it was one of those it was a complicated beast of a yeah. surgery that they were like you're going to be out 6 weeks for sure. Yeah. And I was a single mom with mm-hmm. four teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling everybody, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. I've done meal prepping. I've done all this stuff. And you and a couple of my other friends were like, no, we're helping you, period. Right. And you showed up, even though I was like, please don't take care of me, because there was something in Mm -hmm. me that was like, if I ask for help, I'm not a strong independent woman. And I was raised to be a strong independent woman, but you're like, we're doing a meal train and people are going to bring you meals. And you know, one of my other friends literally got the keys to that, my house from my daughter Mm -hmm. and came and like mopped my floors and everything. And at first I was like, Oh, I I don't like this. But at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. I remember coming home from the hospital and getting settled in on my couch and ha- there was like dessert there there was brownies mm-hmm. and i was like yay this is awesome and there were flowers and i felt so loved in yeah. that moment yeah because you ignored all of yeah. what i said yeah. and showed up anyway yeah because like you and I have talked about this, but we think
0: that needing help means we are weak. Mm. But I think asking for help and realizing that we need it is the strongest, bravest thing that we could ever do. Yeah. And so I think that we have to let our guards down. And when we have a friend that's a strong, independent woman, mm-hmm. that she can do it herself. Yes we kind of have to fight her a little bit, but like, it's not a ugly thing. It's just like, okay, I know you said no, but like, I'm bringing you
1: food anyway. So just open the door. woman. (laughs) You know, exactly. And sometimes being a really good emotional support human means being a little tenacious, right? right? Exactly. Because I was thinking about What pets
0: have to do, they have to go through a training. Mm. You don't just get a dog and they are immediately an emotional support dog, Mm -hmm. right? Like they're they're puppies and you have to kind of grow them up. And it's a training to what? Not be like childlike or selfish. They have to learn the art Mm. of being in tune with one other person and that's their person and that is their job and their greatest thing is like they live for that moment Mm -hmm. of being needed Mm -hmm. even as an animal they love to be needed they love to be there for you yeah and it's it's the most unconditional, beautiful
1: thing I've ever seen mm. from pets. And we need that from humans even yeah, more. That's so true. And I love the way that you phrase that, that there's a training process, mm-hmm. because for a lot of us, this doesn't come naturally. It doesn't. Like, it's hard. Like, if somebody tells me they don't need help, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to help. But we can learn the art of being there for somebody else when they're going through a hard time. Right. Well, and I think
0: that when you ask someone and you say, hey, it's like, if you need anything, call me. That's just the easiest way to know that you're never going to get a call. Mm. But if you say, I could do this for you. Do you need me to pick up groceries? I can drop those off for you. We've got to give people some
1: options of what we're good at and how we can serve them and make it not hard for them to ask for help. Exactly. And I think another thing for me, because this doesn't come as naturally to me as it does to you, when I have a friend going through something, I, a lot of times what I'll think is if I were in the same situation Mm -hmm. that they are. And I was too scared to ask for help. What is the one thing I wish people would do for me in that moment? And then I just do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so that's a good which place is to safe, start. right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's a great way to start. Yeah. yeah. So showing up is the first step to being yes. a good emotional support human. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's more than that. What What else makes somebody a trustworthy emotional support human? Um, when people are in crisis, say
0: someone's in ICU. And they're on meds and they are at their weakest, most vulnerable, crankiest side. Mm. When we come in to serve them, they might hit at us. Mm. They might be cranky with us. Um, I recently took care of my sister when she was in recovery. And I watched how people respond if she wasn't her best self Mm. and she was medicated and she had just been through surgery. Yeah someone else's recovery and their neediness does not get to be about us and our feelings. Mm. It has to be about them. Mm. And that means even when there might've been times where I go, Oh, that like kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I was like, um, this doesn't get to be about you. Yeah. This is not about your feelings. This is about you being there, even when it's
1: hard. Yeah. That's like such good advice. I'm just sitting here going, Oh, wow, that's hard. <laughs> it's it's really hard. Yeah. And I had to like,
0: I remember saying that to someone saying that, look, this doesn't get to get to be about you. You don't get to be upset about this. But then I got my feelings hurt. And I had to say the same yeah. thing to myself. This doesn't get to be about you. This is not about your feelings. This uh-huh. is not about them saying, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. It's not about any of that.
1: Was about, I was going to be there yeah. because she needed someone. I think the thing that I love about that, I'm just thinking like if I was on the receiving end of that, mm-hmm. I know myself and I know when I'm going through a hard time, I'm not showing up as the best version of myself, yeah. but to be met with grace and kindness yeah. when I'm not showing up well mm-hmm. is such a loving thing. Right. And when we talk about relational, sh- relational safety, mm-hmm. If I know I can be cranky with you, yeah, that you understand if I'm yeah. snippy, that you're like, that's not who she is, Mm-mm. that she's just going through a really hard time right now. And I'm going to meet her with grace in this moment. Yeah. That makes me feel safe. Right. And most of the time when people are snippy, it has nothing to do with us. Yeah.
0: At all. You know? And so I think that there has to be like... A grace cushion. What mm. I say is just like making people have the space that is just safe for them to completely fail and be um, jerks if they need to because they're hurting. Yeah, and that's what we do. We're
1: not our best when we're in pain. Mm. It's so true. So one other thing that I want to talk about when it comes to being a good emotional support human, which translates basically to being a really good friend, right? Before we run out of time, is there comes a point in time when we have to have somebody in our lives that we can say all the hard things to yes that we can speak the truth yeah even when the truth stinks yes and you and i have formed that over the years and so one thing that i want to say before we get into this is our relationship did not start this way Mm -mm. it took Mm. years and years of a lot of conversations yeah. and consistency of character mm-hmm. before we were able to speak really like stinging truth to each right, other. Right. And I remember just, dis- I have a distinct memory and I literally don't remember. I don't remember what the topic was. I don't remember what I was upset about and I don't remember what you said, but I know exactly where we were sitting in a local coffee shop Mm -hmm. and you called me on the carpet. I did. And I just literally like put my hands back and leaned back (laughs) in my chair. And I was, it felt like, like you had verbally like smacked me across the face. Yeah. yeah. And I just sat there and I saw like the words came out of your mouth and then your eyes got really big and you were like, did I just say that out loud? (laughs) And so it was dead silence for a couple of minutes. And then I was like, I needed that. Thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it took us a long time to get to that point. And now those kinds of things, and we're not mean about it. um, Never, ever mean about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why we can do that is because if I say something to you that I know is going to sting a little bit, I'm checking in with myself first to go, why am I saying this? Right. Right. And if the answer is because I love her. That's it. Then I have to say it out loud. Right. Well, and I think that that is the important
0: thing is like if we are motivated because we love someone so much. And because I love you so much and because you love me so much, I need you to tell me the truth, Mm -hmm. even if I don't like it, Yeah. because you've invested, you've made enough sweat equity in Mm -hmm. our relationship to where you can. And I will say it was hard at first, right? Yeah. But as you grow into your relationship, now I'm like, please just say it. Like, just say it. Just love me enough to say the really hard thing because I trust you. Mm -hmm. And right now I don't trust myself. So I need you to say the hard thing to myself because i'm not operating from a place of healthiness Mm -hmm. so i need you to be healthy for me yeah right exactly that's a gift yeah
1: it's a good friend it is yeah Yeah. Uh, you know and there's a verse in proverbs that says the wounds of a friend you know and i'm like i love that phrase that Mm -hmm. we can wound each other but it's not it's not a mortal wound it's Mm -hmm. one of those like I see I can yeah. see this clearer than yeah. you can. Yes because I'm not in it. Yeah, I'm outside of it and I see what's happening here and can I can I tell you what I see? Yes. and I am so open to that. However, however, there are very few people in my life mm-hmm. who have that privilege right. And it takes a lot to earn that
0: privilege. Right. Well, and I think that it's safe to say now that when people try to do that and they're saying that they're speaking the truth and love, you absolutely know you can trust their fruit and you have every right to kind of shut them down. We mm-hmm. like this. No, I got someone for this.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: because they are your emotional support human.
1: Yes. That's who you listen to. Yes. So I'm just thinking as we're we're talking about this, like what a privilege it is mm. to have people who walk through us with hard stuff, to yeah. have people who speak the truth to us when it's hard. Yes. And I know that not everybody has that. Right. And I also know that you and I have been in seasons where we did not right. have that. Right. So, and I know your heart for women. hmm. So. For the woman who's listening right now, or maybe the man who's listening right now, who's saying, I've never had that. Mm -hmm. I want that more than anything. And I don't think that I don't even know that it's even ever going to happen. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them right now? You get the choice to be
0: that. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to start first. I had to learn how to be a good emotional support human. I'm distracted. I can be out of sight, out of mind sometimes. But when you think of someone, you can reach out. And I think that I realized that in my moment of crisis, because I showed up for others, they showed up for me. Mm. And so I just feel like, and I was overwhelmed by it. Not that I was surprised, but I was like sitting there watching. It was like, uh, you were there one time at Holly was there one time. And it was like, you were feeding me and you were giving me snacks, which is like the best thing that you can do <laughs> for me to make me feel loved is just to be there with me Yeah. and to sit there in my pain. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I have the best support in the world. Yeah. And I hope With all my heart that it was because I was that first, Mm. you know, or Mm -hmm. I was that second. Mm -hmm. But like, you have to start first. Yeah. Be that person. Yeah.
1: I'm seeing Ah! tears in your eyes as you're saying these words because it is risky. And it It goes all the way back to 12 years ago when you were like, I'm going to pursue this friendship Mm -hmm. with this person who has her walls up and doesn't want me in her business. Yeah. And now... Like you don't know down the road, the things that you're going to walk through and the people that you're yeah. going to want by your side right. there. But, but there was a lot of investment yeah. in relationships. And when you invest over mm-hmm. and over and over mm-hmm. again, and you've said multiple times, it's not about me. It's about them. Right. When you can live from a place of, it really is about the other person. Right. And I really am going to put their needs first, even though my needs are valid. Yeah. That investment has a really rich harvest to it. It does. It really does. All right. This has been a great conversation. It has. These are the conversations that we have over chips and salsa. If you ever want to come hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Okay. So once again, I'm going to come back to a word that we talked about last week. This requires us being risky. It does. Adult friendships require us taking a step being vulnerable, having courage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth it. It is. Yeah. So thanks for joining us this week, as we talked about how to be a good emotional support human. And I would just love to encourage you today, before you think about how you could use an emotional support human, think about how you can be that for somebody else. Is there somebody in your life right now, who could use a phone call or a pizza delivery? or a grocery delivery or a, I'm going to come shovel the snow out of your sidewalk or help you with whatever, or just sit on the couch and listen to you talk. So who is somebody in your life that you can be that for today? And if you reach out, please let us know. Go to our Instagram page and leave us a message. Jennifer, thanks for hanging out with me. I love it. Thanks for having me. All right. And you can catch Jennifer every week on the More Than Small Talk podcast. You can find it anywhere that you listen to your podcast. She's also an incredible writer who blogs the hard truth all the time. So where can people find you online? You can find me at jenniferrenewatson.com.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Jennifer Watson and then on Facebook at
1: Jennifer Renee Ryder. All right. Thanks for hanging out, Jen. Thanks. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.